This chapter from the Centuries of Sound Mix for 1938 is a sound collage of the Munich crisis and subsequent events, a prelude to the Second World War episodes to come. Download this full mix and all others by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash centuries of sound. Thanks for your support. Now I add in human memory, both from sacred and political history, has such a mournful devastation fallen upon the realms of civilization. So let us go to the poppy Flanders field, see the army of men that refused to yield. It was German brutality, but it is Britain's victory in this colony. The show window of Adolf Hitler's Nazi Germany today is its capital city, Berlin. Here the casual visitor may be surprised by the air of prosperity, the well-dressed crowd, and by the abundance of rich food served in its cafes and terraces. yellow benches are set apart, labeled for Jews. to save every ounce of garbage to feed Nazi pigs. Grandfathers fought for liberty. So did the other people of this town. I call upon all of you here to keep the Nazis out.
emphasize only a final point, namely the threat to democracy that today comes from the forces of fascism. And I would urge a unity of all advocates of democracy to maintain it. Is this a call to war? Does anyone pretend that preparations for resistance against aggression amounts to the unleashing of war? I declare it to be the sole guarantee of peace. great powers of Europe meet in the democratic way, round a table. And four great powers sign a pact that shapes a new Europe. Down the bright straight road towards a new understanding in Europe. And so at Hitler's Munich headquarters, the agreement that has made the biggest headlines since the armistice. Let no man say that too high a price has been paid for the peace of the world until he has searched his own soul and found himself willing to risk war and the lives of those nearest and dearest to him. Let no man criticize the bargain that the statesmen of Britain and France have struck until he has attempted to add up the total price that might have had to be paid for any other settlement, a price in death and destruction. That price will not be paid. There will be peace. It's the greatest diplomatic triumph of modern time. The scene changes to London. 
as Downing Street expresses the nation's gratitude, also to the lady who shares the Prime Minister's hopes and fears, when Mrs. Chamberlain comes out for a walk in the park. And the Prime Minister comes home, home to an empire filled with joy and relief, home to a welcome that he will never forget. This morning, I had another talk with the German Chancellor, Herr Hitler. And here is the paper which bears his name upon it as well as mine. Some of you perhaps have already heard what it contains, but I would just like to read it to you. We, the German Führer and Chancellor and the British Prime Minister, have had a further meeting today and are agreed in recognizing that the question of Anglo-German relations is of the first importance for the two countries and for Europe. We regard the agreement signed last night and the Anglo-German naval agreement as symbolic of the desire of our two peoples never to go to war with one another again. From Heston, a triumphal progress as Mr. Chamberlain drives to report immediately to His Majesty the King at Buckingham Palace. And in this, perhaps the most historic spot of the Empire's capital, let the people themselves speak what is in their hearts. Nevertheless, I've made every effort to carry on the peace policies of my former years. I myself am a sun soldier and I know what war is. there has come in the wake of Munich a real victory for the principles of freer trade. 
I refer to the recent signing of the reciprocal trade agreement with Great Britain and her colonies, and to the renewal and liberalization at the same time of the agreement with Canada. As long as goods, services, capital, and men could cross national frontiers with relative freedom, political boundaries had little economic meaning. If England had no obligation to Czechoslovakia, why was Mr. Chamberlain in such a hurry to appease the demands of Mr. Hitler? Chamberlain was not, I would, probably he was in a hurry to please the demands of Mr. Hitler because the democracies have no unified policy. Also because he knew Czechoslovakia had been made in America and handed into Europe. And France had promised to look after Czechoslovakia, as I have just said, and she failed in that. And Chamberlain was most anxious that we should not have a repetition of the world war if it could possibly avoid it, probably seeing in the long run that eventually even you people would have been brought into it. And we had no desire to have you or our people completely burned. Nineteen thirty-eight will be remembered as the year in which the French government first permitted the newsreels to take pictures inside the greatest line of fortifications the world has ever seen. A vast underground city where a quarter of a million fighting men can live and work without coming to the surface for months on end. France is prepared. As the eruptions of the old year pass, we welcome the new dawn of preparedness for peace. We join hands in the new spirit of joy and friendship. Umbrellas and the umbrellas to men today. Bring your parasol, it may be small, it may be big. He repairs them all with what you call a finger me jig. Peter, patter, patter, peter, patter, patter, here comes the rain. 
Let it be the better, let it be the better, don't mind the rain. He'll mend your umbrella, then go on his way, singing toodle-loom-a-loom-a toodle-lay, toodle-loom-a-loom-a toodle-lay, and the umbrella's to mend today. When there's a love and things are done, I sharpen knives for all the wives in the neighborhood. And I'm very good. I darn a sock, I mend a clock, an apple cart, a broken heart, I mend anything. But he'd rather sing. Toodle-loom-a-loom-a, toodle-loom-a-loom-a, toodle-lie. Any umbrellas, any umbrellas to mend today. He'll patch up your troubles, then go on his way singing. Toodle-loom-a-loom-a, toodle-lay. Toodle-loom-a-loom-a, toodle-lay. Any umbrellas to mend today. He'll patch up your troubles and go on his way singing Toodle-loom-a-loom-a toodle-lay Toodle-loom-a-loom-a toodle-lay And the umbrellas to men today Umbrellas to men, umbrellas to men Anyway, everything's turned out fine, as it usually does. We've all got our health, and as far as anything else is concerned, we still leave that up to you. And that is why I'm singing it's 